Welcome to Honey Do Me. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma. And this is our podcast about having amazing sex in all of your orifices mm-hmm. and in your mind <laughs> and in your soul. It's about good sex. Yep. It's about getting it on, banging the, mm-hmm. old, the old banger. <laughs> the old banger. So we are at the <clears throat> end of our um, summer uh, rewind, and this is our last... <laughs> Like little catch up before our new season starts in a couple weeks. I know. We're so excited. We have so much fun stuff coming for you guys, which I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about in this episode. Um, but yeah, we've been revisiting some of our favorites and catching up mm-hmm. with the very little we have to catch up about because yeah. we're on break, baby. And um, honestly, the puss is on break, too. <laughs> and break, baby, doesn't do jack shit. Mm-mm. Break, baby, is actually doing a lot of things. I feel like... I'm juggling moving mm-hmm. and moving this week. Um, and, you know, that takes up a lot of my <laughs> mental space. <laughs> and that's like a lot. And that's a lot. No, okay, I had, I was sick for two weeks, so that sucked. You were. Um, yeah. So those are my updates. And aren't you glad you came? So, so if you've been feeling bad about your life, I want you to take a step back um, and realize that it could be a lot worse. Couple yeah. feet back, please, and mm-hmm. just perspective on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at me. Look at M, and realize mm-hmm. you could have it worse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. ouch! <laughs> oh, doesn't feel as good as it started out. That feels like um, I just saw Barbie yesterday, so it's mm-hmm. gonna have a lot of recall in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but how they would talk about weird Barbie, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it could be worse. I could look like you. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's so funny. Uh, that was a great movie. Such a good movie if you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef's, Chef's Kiss. Kiss. It reminded me of our like initial mission for how we aesthetically wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that would be fun to like revisit. Because I don't think we've ever really talked about why we chose the like aesthetic direction oh, that we did for how That is a me. fun thing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have. Um, so, like, I was never given Barbies as a kid. Like, Barbies weren't toys that I played with because, mm-hmm. I don't know, they were too girly, quote unquote. They just, like, weren't really in our, like, play sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I grew up as, like, a pick-me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, the classic, like, mm, girl stuff. Mm-hmm. That's for, like, bimbo girls, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. That's where I kind of grew up from. I feel that. I mean, I grew up in the opposite. Um, I played with Barbies and Bratz and every other slightly risque doll that (laughs) was available to me. Bratz were so sexual. (laughs) I know. And I loved it. Yeah. They were Um, sassy as fuck. But yeah. And like everything I owned was pink and cheetah print and just like the girliest. And I loved Mm it. But I do feel like there was always a, like, as I started to get a little bit older, it felt uncool to have pink girly stuff. Like, it felt babyish or just like, I don't know, like, 
just well, like not how, good. Yeah, how everything that women like in this world are mm-hmm. deemed as basic or exactly. cheesy or you can't be taken seriously. Like that's just how it felt to like girly things growing yeah. up or yeah. to dress like it or whatever. And so, yeah, I feel like I was like cheated out of that really girly phase because I just felt like it was uncool. And that's what everyone tells you. It's an uncool. So that's why we decided not to do that <laughs> for Honey Do Me. Exactly. Like I have this incredibly vivid memory that just came back to me about Barbie. I was at a sleepover and there was one girl who was just one year younger than everybody else. And we had all put our stuff at the door. Like we had all brought our pillows, our sleeping bags, all of that. And there was a Barbie pillowcase. And one girl was like, ew, who has a Barbie pillowcase. You're such a baby. And it was the girl who was one year younger than us. And it's Mm. like, I just, she was so sad and so embarrassed and then had to come up with all these excuses for why she had this. Well, it was her little sisters or like, you know, and it's just like, oh, that fucking sucks because pink and Barbie, like it's so fun and it Mm -hmm. makes me so excited. It just feels good and yeah so that's why we went with pink like i don't know girly is bubblegum girly the right word but yeah just yeah yeah everything you would have wanted as like an 11 year old in the early 2000s (laughs) oh my god yes that's and we wanted to do that just like with a sparkly and Mm -hmm. you know a slightly r-rated touch yeah (laughs) but with a lot more banging With a lot more banging. Well, like right now, I am obsessed with all things like girly and fun. And I just want to be sparkly and bubbly and the most adorable thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just leaning into that. And I'm so happy that that's the direction we like let ourselves go with Honey Mm -hmm. Do Me and like the way that our Instagram looks and all of our like fun marketing stuff. It's like, no, it's so fucking adorable. And we own our own business. And I probably make more money on my own idea than like any of you stupid boys make. So, <laughs> any of you stupid boys. Oh my God. The funniest stupid thing boys. happened in the beginning of Honey Do Me when we were looking at different aesthetics. This one other podcast reached out to us and was just talking about like wanting to do a collab. And Emma looked at me and she's like, oh my God. I oh, love my their God. aesthetic. I love what they post. It's so good. And I went and looked at it and it was just bitmojis. It was bitmoji you... after bitmoji after bitmoji. Just over and you over and over let again. This fucking go. You, your dumb husband, all of you have all made fun of me of this. I thought it was original. When you looked around, we had the least original cover art it was two fucking yeah. caricatures with no Our eyes old and face cover art. yes yeah yes. and it was so boring and i thought this was at least funny it was kind of cool they look like them the hosts i thought it was hilarious and funny and you shat on it like no one has no, ever shit i did on not something. i did not shit on it what i shat on was your like exuberant love for it like it was how overwhelmed I just you said it looked cool. With- I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Literally, I didn't like creep my pants for it. I just. <laughs> you did. I just so thought don't it was lie. cool. Ugh. Ah, caramba. <laughs> Speaking of early day branding, though, we mm-hmm. were muted earth tones. <laughs> like, how fucking barfo nasto poopy. 
Like, that's so bad. <laughs> it's just so not us. And people can do it really well. You know what I mean? We're but we just didn't. not those people. <laughs> no, we didn't. We used, like, poop orange and this, like, weird green color to be like, Aren't, yeah. don't you want to talk about sex with us? <laughs> quietly. Just quietly in an office space. Yeah, it just felt weird. But yeah. we found our way. We found, we found our, our way. It was pink. It was pink. And barbs. And um, barbs. Yeah. Anyway, very <sighs> silly. Silliness. Oh, wow, wow. Have you ever done something or stopped doing something, specifically when you were younger, because a boy said they did or didn't like it? Oh, I'm sure. All I did, all I lived for was male validation mm-hmm. um, growing up. I, I don't know a specific thing, but I'm sure I hated on everything I loved and all of the things my mm-hmm. friends loved um, because I thought a boy would like me more. I was mm-hmm. that idiot when I was, especially when I was like 13, yeah. 14. I was such a fucking asshole and just like not a girl's girl. <laughs> growing up. Were you an asshole or was that how you were able to survive? You know? Yeah, like that's true. It sucks and you wish you could change it, but it's not like it's your fault. That you right. didn't, you chose to like force pink out of your life. Yeah, no, very true. I did used to love those shirts that had, um, they were God. What was the monkey brand? Oh, Paul Frank. Maybe no. Maybe it, Paul, Frank. Paul Frank was like the wide-mouthed monkey. Are you thinking of like yeah, the cutesy like Bobby, little monkey? Bobby something. Yeah, yeah. Bobby but they something. had like their little like beads. On them. Yes. Like it was like a monkey bead beaded yes. thing. And I would chew on those shirts. Um because I loved the feeling of like I don't know. No, that, did I lose you? That wasn't really what I meant. Um that, oh. if somebody told you they didn't yeah. like that, that feels appropriate to me. <laughs> they were so fun to chew on. I'm Someone fine out that there you stopped is that. nodding their head along with this because I would like pick the little beads off and chew it. Um, but I don't remember a boy telling me to stop. I just remember that happening. <laughs> Your mom was probably like, God damn it, Emma. I can't keep God. buying these. My stomach lining is just like <laughs> deteriorating. You're eating us out of house and home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had like an oral fixation growing up. I still do. I chew on everything. I like remember how I always hold on to spoons after ice cream or something. I just always chew on things. I don't know why. Put that on your Tinder profile. Yeah. <laughs> I have an oral, oral fixation. fixation. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I saw someone's funny bio today. I've gone back on Bumble, and I'll talk about this more in a second. Um, what was their bio? It was hilarious in, like, a bad way. And then I accidentally swiped on them. <laughs> Ugh, bummer for me. Nope, I don't remember. Ah. Anyway. Um, oh, oh, this is what it was. Regular guy with an irregular heart. No, it's not a condition. I just love too hard. (laughs) (laughs) I so seen. That's so, uh, photo bucket. So photo bucket. Also like the parentheses. No, it's not a condition. I just love too hard. And behind it is a picture of heart of your hands in a heart shape. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so photo bucket. And I definitely would have printed that out and taped it to my binder. 
Oh, yeah, in my collage. Yeah. Totally. Oh, did you mm-hmm. do collages too mm-hmm. on binders? Mm-hmm. I sure oh. did. Oh. oh, I did them. I would do either black or white themed. Sure. Um, and every, I would only pull the most um, concerning quotes. Maybe is the right way to put it. <laughs> I know you were like borderline, like ooh, yeah. Should it we was check not. This girl? It was not great. I read a lot of dark books at the time. You remember that series that was like Crank, and mm-hmm. like I don't even remember the other ones. Yeah. yeah, I was really into like books like that. My mom took them away. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> took them um, away. So I would like redo my binder and then take it to school and set it on my desk. And the boy that was sat next to me would read it, and he'd be like. Why is it so sad? <laughs> because I'm sad. Because I'm deep. Because I feel. Okay? Feel things. I have emotions. I don't know. Yeah. I have emotional intelligence, idiot. Neanderthal. Grow Ugh. up. Well, it sounds yeah. like that human being on Bumble also did that with their binders. So maybe <laughs> swiping, right, was not a bad decision. It sounds like you have a lot in common. His first picture is like him looking to the side with like his hand up to the camera. Like, don't look at me. Wow. You found MySpace <laughs> on Bumble. <laughs> He's 31. <laughs> ah, well, so he was yeah. hot into MySpace. I don't know why I said hot, hot into MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> he can get hot into MySpace. Oh, that's Ooh. how you start. Send him that message. Yeah. Oh, one day we should do um, There's Live Speed Dating. <gasps> we could record that as an episode. Yes. Oh Bumble. my god. I'm that sure that really has funny. ethical issues. Uh, we can bleep we out need names. consent forms <laughs> sent out. Yeah. Can record just my part and yeah. then I can act it out later. I'll act out the other person's part. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> um so I did have a dating question for you about Oh, me. I'm the expert, so lay it on me. Thick. Would you, and I don't even know if anyone else would be as interested in this as I am, but would you consider me having had removed myself from the dating mindset this last year? Do you think that I like intentionally removed myself from this? Hmm. Um, like after your last relationship? Yeah. So I guess the last yeah. eight months. I feel like you haven't put a ton into dating. Like, I feel like you've just been really focused on other things. Um, Yeah. So it's, I don't know if you've removed yourself from it because I think you are always open. Um, I think you've just been a little more disappointed Mm -hmm. (laughs) this last year. Yeah. In the behavior of others. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that way, you would say I haven't put myself out there. What? You would say I haven't put myself out there. No, I think there have been moments when you have put yourself out there, though, um, mm-hmm. like asking that guy out at the gym. I think that was mm-hmm. amazing. I don't think you've closed yourself off, but no, I don't think you have been like actively putting your puss out there. Um, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's so unfair because my mom told me that <laughs> um, <laughs> yesterday. She told me because I was there's a lot of life happening around me right now. Mm -hmm. Like I just think a lot of life is moving forward. And while I always feel a part of the momentum, parts of me feel like they're not as well because of just like, I have always pictured myself in a relationship. I have always pictured that as like, I'm so excited to be in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. like, that just hasn't been where I've been at in the last 
if I'm going to be honest, <laughs> what feels like a year and a half. <laughs> Literally, only eight months, but it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, but you haven't really like tried to put yourself out there. And it felt so unfair to hear in the moment because mm-hmm. I've always been someone open to like a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't want to have to put myself out there. So if it's unfair to me that you have to, one, be open to love, and two, look for love to get love sometimes. That's fair. I I don't think that you have been closed off to it at Mm -hmm. all. I think you have put yourself in the way of it a couple of times. Um, Yeah. But I just don't think it's been your focus this year. Yeah. And that's okay. You're not going on a ton of dates. You are like experimenting a bit, you're learning more about yourself, you're having some experiences, but I don't see it in a bad way. It's not like, why aren't you putting yourself on there more? Yeah, there's seasons for it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And my mom didn't say it in like a a bad way either. She was just like, yeah, but if you want that, you have to, you have to try for it. I'm like, but I'm trying with my mind. I was open to it in my mind. (laughs) You haven't read my manifestation journal. Obviously, you haven't read my manifestation <laughs> journal that I did on the last full moon where I called in my future partner. So, so shut up, mother. <laughs> shut your trap there. Uh, yeah. And to be fair, I've only written about it once. So I think you should try a couple more times than that. Maybe I'm not trying that hard. So we'll try the journal a few more times before. We'll try a few more I moons. You're going through some big life transitions and... Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing to not go through everything all at once. Like you are really happy when you're single. You're really happy when you're single. That's a good thing. I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of people aren't very happy when they're single. And I don't think it's a great thing to place all of your like happiness eggs in another person. Because I will Mm -hmm. say (laughs) I was really excited to meet my partner and all of that. But it's not like meeting him and marrying him and all of those milestones that you're supposed to hit somehow gave me happiness. It's like I've still had to cultivate it and find ways to be happy with myself because it's when when it's completely reliant on somebody else as well, even in a relationship, if he fucks up, if he, you know, doesn't respond to me in the exact right way, if all my happiness eggs are up his ass, I don't know. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Eggs up his ass. God. <laughs> I have to go get my eggs up his ass. Yeah. So keep some no, eggs that... up your own ass. Up my own ass. In my own basket. I feel like we had a guest on last season that talked about that. Eggs and baskets and happiness eggs. Probably. That's probably why yeah. it's in my subconscious. But maybe yeah. you're just keeping all of your eggs in your ass right now. And that's fine. Yeah. But when Gotta... you're ready, drop one out and mm-hmm. insert it into an unknowing individual. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That sounds great. Yeah. The, uh, that's how you find love. <laughs> that's when you find love. One of my um, things I remember is someone uh, from someone I used to work with. They were talking about dating again. And they're like, yeah, you have to like internally turn your light on, though. Like people don't know to go to a restaurant if the lights aren't on or a, they don't know if anyone's home if the lights aren't on. So it's like turn on your light that you're like looking and available And, you know, people will be drawn to that. And I always thought that I was like, oh, my light's on. (laughs) (laughs) My legs are open and my light's on. What the fuck (laughs) is happening? (laughs) What the fuck is happening? But I have felt like since that conversation with my mom, 
where I've never really thought about, yeah, like prioritizing, like what you're saying. Like I, I do not prioritize dating. I don't think I ever have. Dating has always happened to me. Um, so that is an interesting thought to couple with the light on thing. And mm-hmm. I've never been in, like, I've been, been intentional about the podcast. I've been intentional about jobs mm-hmm. and friendships and like self-development, but never about dating. So that could be a curious next chapter. It could be very curious. Curious. with my in my own place. Not that my yeah. roommate would ever cock block me. She's very supportive. But uh, living on my own might be a little mm-hmm. bit more accessible. Yeah. Potentially. No socks on the door. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Go knock on I, your neighbor's door to let them know you're going to be banging. <laughs> I'm going to get boned right over there. So don't come in. <laughs> Here, Here's a don't. key. Don't use it. <laughs> don't. Yeah. I'll have my own bedroom yeah. nook. Anyway, I just needed your input on that. Well, I hope I um, turned your light on. <laughs> you sure did. You always do. <laughs> I know. I uh, know. I know. Yeah. What else is going on? I don't know. That's I'm volunteering at the animal shelter right now. Love that for you. What mm-hmm. do you do at the animal shelter? I walk dogs. Oh, that sounds like a dream job. It's actually so fun. I actually took a picture of one for you. Um, yesterday, but I, yeah, so it's just like a, you know, animal shelter. There's dogs there that need homes and Mm -hmm. I walk them around, make sure they get attention, take them to play groups so they can play with each other. It's very fun. I see so many cute cute. dogs and it's very difficult for me to see so many cute dogs and not take them home. I'm just crossing my fingies that no hounds show up because that is my absolute weakness. That is your Achilles heel. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, that sounds so fun, though. Yeah, but uh, and, uh, there was a tiny black pit bull that was kind of the opposite of Malone, <laughs> like mm-hmm. visually. Um, and his name, I don't remember, but uh, it's okay. I'll protect his anonymity or his identity. Yeah. Anyways, it's unkind you to didn't sign talk away, about right? somebody underage on here anyways. Um, that makes it sound like I'm talking about a child. I'm not. It is a dog. (laughs) Uh, But he's so cute, and he would play so well with Malone. So if you're looking Mm. for a 20-pound pit bull. Oh, my God. Don't. I'm always looking for another pit bull. He's so Um, fucking cute. Dakota, my dog daddy, he lives in a separate area, and he thinks that he lives next door to one of my dogs' siblings. (gasps) Oh, my God. I know. He said that he's seen him. He looks exactly like Malone. And um, he's talked to the guy, and they both think that they look identical. So next time they're going to check in about, like, how old and, like, where they're from and stuff. That's so weird. Uh, Yeah, I know. Malone had a twin sister. So maybe it's Malone's sister. Are they not all twins? No. Malone and his sister were the only black and white ones. Oh, I thought you – meant they were like born in the same sack and the rest were in a different sack and I didn't know if that's how dogs worked. That is what I'm saying. Isn't that how dogs isn't that how So like are? they were born in the same exact sack and everybody else was born in a different sack? I think. How do you know? I don't know. That's what the dog guy said when I got him. Oh, he said these okay. two are twins. I wasn't sure so if you just assume... meant they looked a lot of a lot alike. I don't know now, and I'm insecure <laughs> about how this makes me look. I'm sorry. It does make you look dumb. I think you can have two sacks. If you can have two sacks in humans. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. My husband has two sacks. <laughs> Gross. Why? <laughs> he should only Can have one, Can you have one, two ball sacks? Can you? Yeah. There's a lot of questions circling this, <laughs> this conversation. Right We're now. ending this with our questions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We should just compile a bunch of questions that we have about the world. What do you think is the most amount of ovaries somebody's ever been born with? 16. All right. I say seven. Sixteen's a lot. That's a that lot. That would be that'd be real bottom heavy. Real fertile myrtle there. <laughs> I say seven. Should we just leave it? We shouldn't even look up the answers. No, I don't. Um, I, that's not for us to know. No, that's this for God to tell a, us. That's for God to tell us uh, in the afterlife. If you could know when you're going to die or how you're going to die, what would you choose? Mm -mm. Uh, when? Why? Because if it was how, I would be like avoiding stuff i don't know like let's say it was like you know car trigger mm -hmm. word. i don't know that feels like a weird thing to say so sorry yeah. if that's triggering no but somebody. that's that's what um gabby said too mm -hmm. she's like oh i would just keep avoiding things but then it's like wouldn't you like you just you couldn't though that could also change a lot of things what if finding out caused Never mind. My mind is going on. A That's bunch going too far. But if I could, if it was between how and when, I would choose when because I think it would also help me live life uh, with a little more pizzazz. A little more pizzazz. I can't remember what I said yesterday, but today I agree with when. Okay. Um, I think yesterday I may have said how, but today I agree well, with when. Finally, we're in agreement about something. You wouldn't I believe know. behind the scenes how much we fight, <laughs> how much we tussle. The cage um, fighting is insane. Absolutely bananas. Um, I kind of feel like that's it. <laughs> uh, do we end here? Did we give you everything you came for? Everything you came for. It's just fun. Like she and I, <laughs> she and I over here. Uh, it's just fun to chat and catch up a little bit. But mm -hmm. we have so much coming up this next season that if you were bored at all during these 25 minutes, you won't be during the next eight months. <laughs> Should we give them a little, a tickle, tickle or a taste of what's to come? Just the a new tickle format? of the taint? Yeah, I think so. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. Um, so we thought it would be fun to have a little bit more organization because when you think fun, don't you think organization? Organized fun. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Um, so we're going to be doing a new thing where every month we're going to have a new theme. So instead mm -hmm. of just every week being a completely different episode, every week in a single month is all going to be related and it's going to be so much fun because we're going to get to build on topics and get really in depth and all become little mini experts. Yes. And while that might sound like very specific, think about how much our fucking conversations have ranged when we just talk about things like hand jobs mm -hmm. or kissing. Like it's insane. You can, we can now dissect these like what seem like singular subjects, but like mm -hmm. there's so much to them and there's so many different ways you can take them. And it's yeah. just gonna be really exciting. And we're gonna get to try our own like experiments mm -hmm. every month and talk about it. And those will feel a little bit more like intentional and helpful and productive. And mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm so excited. When we sat down to think about this ne next season, 10 months of content flew out of our brain mm -hmm. in eight minutes mm -hmm. we're just it so was incredible excited so we're gonna have like three to f depending on how many weeks 
like three mm-hmm. to four amazing interviews with experts. And we're going to mix up those episodes a little bit too, include some fun things that we haven't before in those. And then every month now, we're going to have a scheduled solo um, where we do something really fun and tell you all about it. And yes. it's going to be so good. Like, I wish I could give you more details without spoiling the surprise, but the surprise is just going to be so fun that it's it's mm-hmm. not worth it. Yeah. And Cass is really bad at not spoiling. Oh, <laughs> <surprises>. God. <laughs> you love a secret. And uh-huh. if it's like a if it's like a topical secret, you know, mm-hmm. like something yeah. that you are going to say anyways. But yeah. you love it. You I love a fun friend, secret. We fucking love a secret. Mm-hmm. And it must be shared immediately. There's no surprises that last longer than like oh. 17 hours. No, because it just doesn't feel fun to me anymore. It just feels. <laughs> it doesn't feel fun. <laughs> I know. I also so yeah, I love amazing. attention. Yeah, it's I love so attention, funny. and I love secrets when they can get me attention. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. I can literally like when I know she can't say something. I see her just like spin in her own mind of ways that she can find a loophole mm-hmm. to somehow say it earlier than possible. Oh, yeah. I already gave Emma her birthday present. And Emma's birthday isn't until like the end of the year. It's Um, in November. Yeah. Yeah. But I found I found the perfect birthday present and I bought it. And then I went and visited her and I gave it to her immediately. (laughs) You're like, do you want to wait or do you want it right now? I brought it with us. (laughs) I "I want it now. (laughs) But I'll tell you guys what it what it is. So I don't know if you remember our I think it was like our very first episode Emma talked about a shirt that she used to wear that she did not fully understand from Aeropostale. And across the the chest, it said, eat your heart out. And she Uh thought it meant you like to eat. Like to eat Um, a lot of food. Yeah, which it totally could, honestly. I I couldn't give you like a really good definition of what eat your heart out even means. Um, But I scoured the interwebs and I found that exact shirt new with tags from fucking, um, God, I don't even know when that shirt would be from, God, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't know how old we are. Eat your heart out. Eat your heart out. <laughs> so go to our YouTube so you can see um, the exact shirt that Emma wore as a yeah. as a tween. <laughs> as a tween, I would wear this to middle school. It was like my good shirt day when I could wear eat your heart out. <laughs> It's so cute, and it's literally the exact same one um, that I had when I was 13. Literally new with fucking tags. I know. How somebody held off wearing that for 15 years, I don't fucking know. I'll never know. I'll never fucking know. (laughs) I can't. I love it too much. Eat your heart out, bitch. So Um, how could I hold on to that for months? That's dumb. I know. Because it was the perfect present. You're the queen of perfect presents. You also cross-stitched me. Um, a where the hell you been, Loka and Jacob running picture. So, see, but I had to give it to you presents. late because that took me like eighty hours. <laughs> so yeah. that came late. So I had to make up for it by giving you this shirt very early. Yeah, there you go. So it all shakes out in the wash. Justified, justified. Well, we're really looking forward to September with you guys, and um, thank you for hanging out and like rewinding with us all summer. It's been a nice little break, but we're ready to get back. Yeah, we're ready to show you what the good God gave us. Eat your heart out. Yeah, meter long schlongs.
chomps. <laughs> chomps. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of the chomps meat sticks. <laughs> They're so good. The turkey There's... pepperoni ones are my favorite. If you're looking yeah. for a recommendation. No, we're not sponsored, but chomps. I'd love to be. If you're I'd listening. Love to be. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so, so on that sweating. note. On that note, um, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.